big warm welcome to you. This is the Aware Parenting Podcast with Lael Stone and Marion Rose, PhD. We have juicy conversations about things that matter in parenting and life. We're exploring all that Aware Parenting has to offer from many different angles, and we are so glad that you're here. Hello and a big warm welcome to you. My name's Marion Rose. And I'm Lael Stone. And wow, we love this topic, valuing mothers. Um, so the reason we, not um, no ums, no ums, <laughs> the reason we decided to share about this topic was it's just been Mother's Day here in Australia and in many countries, but not all, because I know I'm from England, I know it's on a different day. Um, but if you're listening in May 2022, that's the that was the initial impetus. And would you like to say more love, lovely Lane? Oh, well, <laughs> I have a, a mixed relationship with Mother's Day. <laughs> and what I watched actually on social media, which was interesting, was a lot of rage and feelings coming up for women around Mother's Day because whether it was because they feel like um, nobody made an effort or it didn't plan, like play out the way they wanted to or they felt disappointed or they ended up having to do all the caring and all the cooking or the taking care of all those kind of things. There was a whole lot of feelings there. And it was fascinating for me watching it um, because I, there were so many memories of me of feeling really angry on Mother's Day when my kids were younger. And mainly it was because when someone would say, what do you want for Mother's Day? My response was to not be a mother because I was like, I felt so not seen. I felt like just I wasn't valued. I felt I wasn't appreciated. There was so much going on in my world that it just brought up this resentment around we give and gift and do so much. And and this one day is meant to just, you know, make that all okay and acknowledge it and we'll bring you flowers and breakfast in bed and then that's it. And so, yeah, it brought up a lot of my own feelings. This is from a long time ago around the imbalance of not valuing mothers and the job that we do in our society and culture. And and so watching it on social media just in this last um, weekend, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember that well and I remember those feelings and um, I had a whole different experience now and I think because my kids are adults and, and I don't really need anything because I value myself as a mother now. I feel so honoured in what I do in the world and seen by my children and my partner and by others that it, it doesn't have a charge for me at all anymore. And, and it was beautiful. They, you know, they made me food and we all went out for dinner and, and um, you know, my, my beautiful daughter who's 19, who's now living at a home, I picked her up and she's like, mom, she goes, I know you love words. So I've just written them on a scrap piece of paper for you. Sorry. <laughs> so she just gave me this scrap piece of paper with these beautiful words. It wasn't a card, it wasn't anything. And she goes, you know, the words are important. I'm like, the words are important, darling. And so we had a laugh and a giggle. And I thought, you know, that's, I don't need anything more anymore. But it, um, I remember just so well, many of those feelings of not feeling valued and, and having a lot of anger uh, come up around it. And so, yeah, it, it just it made me think, mm, I think there's probably a few mothers out there who might be feeling like this around, you know, where mothering sits for them right now. Now, I know you've got much to say about this, my friend, because, you know, you have such a beautiful take on, on where mothers are sitting at the moment. But before we dive into that, you know, how was Mother's Day for you? Like, how do you experience it? 
Mm, I so resonate with everything you say, Lael. I remember in early years feeling uh, disappointed, upset, and usually be upset in some form, shape or other, or just uh, sad, angry, <laughs> all kinds of feelings. And then over the years, I realized, ah, oh, what do I need? And I need acknowledgement, I need appreciation, and I need so much inner work. And I, as I uh, connected in with my inner loving presences, by the way, I want to say this isn't a we're parenting today. This is our both of our own work. Um, uh, and was willing to receive acknowledgement and appreciation and to do exactly what I wanted to do. So that was kind of the next phase. So that then Mother's Day, Mother's Day, my birthday became my favorite days of the year because I would not, I would not work. Uh, I um, bought myself things that I really loved, usually related to pink things, pink clothes, raw chocolate, like just, you know, luxurious. I would generally read a book at some point in the sun. And we have this thing since my children were older that they basically do whatever I want on <laughs> this day and my birthday. So they were like, you know, what do you want? If, you know, I get to choose what they wear and if we, you know, what we do and where we go. And so it's like, it's like the, uh, you know, non-directed child-centered play, but for me, so it's been <laughs> wonderful. I love those days. Um, but this year I had, a, it's like the next stage now, similar to what you're saying. It's like, I just, I just feel that deep appreciation and acknowledgement for what I do. And so I didn't, I didn't really need to do all that stuff. So um, I, I didn't cancel all my sessions as I would normally do and still had a lovely day. My mum's still living in the, my living room after the flood. So I got to hang out with her in the morning before sessions and with my kids as well and we you know hung out and my daughter makes these beautiful things every year so as always she made me gorgeous lovely things and I just sat on her bed just in absolute awe and love for her and then we just watched a family movie and I said since I worked half the day can we just reschedule some of this for a day which is sunny because it was raining cold so you know we can get to do something else as well so it's kind of to the next stage of yeah that really it's like it's more doesn't need to be so special because it's just kind of like that all the time mm. but what I did think is I, I did have this year for a short period of time this some outrage bubble up and when I tapped into it, I thought ah oh, this is you know and as you say this is where I go into the cultural piece is this is Mother's Day one day a one day a year no 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 the the for any culture to be healthy valuing mothers appreciating mothers acknowledging mothers and what we do day in day out is it, it needs to be the center of any culture not some little flippant thing that's put in one day like fluffy fluffy hallmark 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 whatever you pronounce that hallmark hallmark yes, hallmark. yes. It's just not enough no i am not willing for this so i, I connected in with that and i wrote a little meme and it seemed to resonate a lot with people it's like so what I'd love to say is for me, I think the feelings that can show up for us on Mother's Day are not just about our own personal experience of how much we're being appreciated and acknowledged and how all of those things, how much we're not appreciating and acknowledging ourselves, but also on that big picture cultural level that the outrage of um, how mothers are not uh, revered and honored in, in this culture they're not the center of this culture which I think is half the reason why things are so terrible in so many ways because 
the mother as the central and, and such important role as the wondrousness that she is as an archetype and as a, a human being is just not there. So that's, and I connect with that. And I went, yes, we need to, I want to talk more about this. Mm, yeah, well, it's, it's so true. What really stands out for me when you say that is in healthy cultures, they are revered and the elders are revered and not just women but men as well and the elders and the wisdom are revered and um, the role of the mother is seen as just so vital and important, you know, the first teacher of the child and the nurturer and the attachment and all that stuff. Like it is vital. And when when we were talking about it and I was just like the words that stuck out to me was a healthy culture really acknowledges this and we don't in our culture you know I remember so clearly when I became a mum nearly 22 years ago my boy turns 22 on Saturday and when I first became a mum the part that I struggled with the most was feeling invisible it was like before I became a mum and I was seen and I was doing stuff in the world and I became a mother and part of me just went oh I'm like invisible nobody looks at me anymore and nobody's asking me or and, and it was really um I, I had this really clear memory I was I was a young mom so I think my son was like one and a half or something and my friend's like you know please come to a concert with me so we went to this concert and she was like come and meet all my friends at this bar and they all worked in corporate work and I was like yeah okay so we go to this bar and um before we go to the concert and her friends there and they're like oh you know so what do you do and I was like oh I have that um I have one and a half year old I'm a mom and they went oh is that it and I was like, yeah, <laughs> I remember just thinking, oh, this feels really bad, right? Because then they literally just kind of turn their back and they're like, well, you got nothing to offer me. And I was like, whoa, that's full on. That is full on, right? And it and really was like cementing this whole you're invisible, you're not seen, you're not valued. And, and you know, I think that began or added to my mother rage uh, that was sitting there about not being acknowledged for this job. And then, you know, as my kids grew and I had more children, I just would be like, do we not see how vital it is what we're doing here? Why are we not supported more? We should be taking care of the mothers more than anybody because they are taking care of the children and the children are our future. I sound like I'm about to sing a Whitney Houston Whitney song. Houston. <laughs> I was going to say that. But anyway, I just, you know, all the stuff that comes up. And I hope if you're listening to this other mother, you're like, yep, I'm getting it. I hear you. I, I, I know what that feels like. And, and I think for me, it just really shows the imbalance in our world and our culture that it is not, it is not acknowledged for the work and the power that we do. And, and that makes a lot of sense as to why a lot of mothers on this one day where they're meant to be, you know, valued or appreciated get angry because they're like okay one day great that's what it is and so yeah I I really do feel there is so much in this in this massive cultural shift that needs to happen which is a lot of what we talk about it with aware parenting anyway don't we around how we change this behaviorism paradigm how we change the way it has been done of good and bad and you know punishments and rewards but but within that too is of honoring of the mother and honoring that path or that that you know what we do within ourselves within that like it's it's really a huge shift that that I think as women and as mothers or as families that the more that we start to honor it within ourselves then we will start to change what that looks like 
It's really the flip side, isn't it? We talk often about how, you know, I talk about the disconnected domination culture, the DDC, that the connection for for children and babies with, with their mother and father, parents, families is not valued and is, um, is trying to be taken away as much as possible. And this is the flip side of it. It's really essential what we offer, what we offer babies, what we offer children, what we offer teenagers, what we offer any age of our um, sons and daughters is so vitally important. It's so central to actually the, the health of a culture, isn't it? Because if, if mothers aren't valued, where is the health of culture? Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, well, it's everything, isn't it? We think about how we're going to change the world, and we often talk about this when we when we teach our children from a really young age. It's safe to feel their feelings when they learn how to transmute their anger and they feel all their tears, and they're able to tune into themselves and ask for what they need and, and get the support that they know. And all of them is welcome. Well, then they don't grow up to be teenagers or adults who are violent or aggressive or who steal or who try to bully people or bringing all that pain and hurt out into the world. Like that's how we change it because they just don't stand for it because they're like, no. And so this is why it's so vital that we support the family unit. We support the mothers and the fathers to do their own work, to then be able to to turn up for their children in this way that's how we're going to create the change and I know we've done podcasts on this before we we both get deeply into this don't we because we see it we see the the power of what it is and and the impact it can have on on the world yes exactly and I would love to add to that that they also don't want to be um, involved in systems corporations all the things that are part of the DDC that are having power over that are having really um, deleterious effects on the environment on health on everything it's I think that's why in a way it's a deliberate thing it's a deliberate you know mothers aren't important mothers you know all of this stuff to actually and as we so often talk about guilt and self-judgment and what we've been talking as well about um perceptions of aging all these ways which if you if we can if a culture can persuade mothers that they are not powerful and that they're not valuable then so much power over can happen in the system whereas the more as mothers we reclaim that we are of central importance to the health of the culture that we are incredibly powerful what we do as mothers are some of the most important things that we can do then you know and, and as I speak those words I feel the difference in my body I wonder as you're listening how, listeners how you feel in your bodies these and these are not people that can be um railroaded over these are these are people who are going to stand up and say no i'm not willing for you to do that and the ddc doesn't want that so i think there's something about valuing ourselves which is part of that claiming our power as mothers it's a central part of it to really to value what we do I'm, I'm hearing your story and by the way ouch about that time that you went out oh how dare they say that to you and my equivalent as I remember when when um my daughter was about three I think and I was spending hours uh, again here in the rain like there was loads of mold on all the wooden toys and I was like, spending hours cleaning all this mold off the wooden toys and I was like 
I have a PhD from Cambridge University. What am I doing? Why? You know, it's just like it's, it's not only all the nurturing and the listening to feelings and the meeting needs, but it's all the other things that are involved in um, running a household or caring for a family. It's like there's so much stuff that is just seen as nothing, but it's not nothing. It's, an, mm. it's I see it's kind of like, um, you know, like fish in a sea. The water is not seen because it's just there. These are all the the things that are actually the the lifeblood of a family and the lifeblood of a culture and if they're if they're if they're missing everything falls apart and yet and yet we're not valuing that that's just ah oh, crazy <laughs> it is crazy it is and I just want to say for a minute I know we're talking about mothers and we have as we Mary and I've been talking when we talk about each week what are we going to talk about we we have really acknowledged that we'd like to um, we're going to do some podcasts on valuing fathers as well, and we're actually going to get some men to come and talk about what that means for them and their work. So just wanted to say that uh, we know there are equal parts, you know, like and I, you know, another part of my parenting journey actually when um, when things were hard, when I had little kids and all the stuff where I wasn't looking after myself and, you know, didn't know how to deal with a whole lot of stuff. And my husband and I would play the who's doing it tougher game and he would be going to work and trying to earn the money and I'd be at home with the kids and we were so disconnected. We'd just pick at each other and, you know, I've got this harder and you got this harder. And, just, and it never occurred to me that he would feel the pressure as well because I was so drowning in, I don't even get to go to the toilet on my own and nobody sees me. I don't even get paid for this. <laughs> just you know and then you give me a card a card is meant to make up for it and all the stuff that was coming on and and then he would say to me do you know the pressure of trying to provide for our family and earning money and I remember it really hit me like oh my god I never even realized that you're feeling it as well I was so consumed in my own stuff and and that really actually shifted a whole lot in our dynamics I was like oh babe oh my god I do not know the pressure of that and he equally didn't know the pressure of what I was doing because we hadn't swapped roles. We hadn't shifted that. And so it was really, uh, and I know this comes up a lot in relationships and a lot with couples because it, it comes up a lot in my sessions with people that that who's doing it tougher and they don't understand. And yes, perhaps we don't, you know, perhaps you don't know the pressure of what it is to earn money or to have to, to worry about that. And perhaps other partners don't know what it is to be at home with the children all the time and, and the mental load and all those kind of things. So, you know, at the end of the day, we always come back to this, this beautiful compassion for what the other person is doing. And perhaps we don't have firsthand experience of what it is, but underneath all that, what we're really saying is I need support or I need help or this doesn't feel good for me, or I don't know how to do it. What, what we're really saying behind the you don't understand and you don't know how hard it is, we're actually really saying I need some support here, you know, or I, I need to talk about how I'm feeling with this so that I can find my way back to a place that feels good and then we can move forward and we can thrive. So, you know, when we're, we're projecting out onto our partners who don't understand Perhaps they never will understand because perhaps they don't know what it's like to give birth or to breastfeed or to wake 20,000 times at night or to have to change another nappy or to make 50,000 snacks or whatever. Maybe they won't experience that because that's not necessarily their role for now. And, and the same with us. Perhaps we won't experience what it feels like for them. But what we can acknowledge is, yeah, this is feeling tough and where am I sitting within it, you know, as, as my own sovereign being. And then that's how we begin to move forward. 
Mm, yes. And the other thing is, of course, is more that we are being valued and valuing ourselves and seeing how the culture hasn't valued us and how normal and natural all our feelings are in relation to that. The more um, free flowing, exuberant valuing of the other parent that we will want to do, because that just flows from that. Oh, you know, I, I know how valuable what I'm doing is. And so I, of course, I want to value, value you and express that and share that. So it's it's one of those processes where the more one if there are two uh, parents in a family the more one is feels that valuing the more they want to share with the other it becomes this beautiful increasing uh kind of resting in we know what we're doing is valued and and we so then we have lots of extra love to to give yes yes to all of that absolutely which is a beautiful segue into how do we feel valued how do we find that within ourselves you know how do we change that internal narrative and also what we're putting out there so that we can begin to shift what you know what is a cultural thing you know I even think even with our podcast Marion you know we champion all the time compassion for ourselves gentleness finding your own power like you know I hope that we can inspire mothers who perhaps are just starting off or anyone who's listening so that they go, hey, maybe I do have power and maybe this is okay because you're hearing it and the more they feel it, then the more other mothers or other people see it and then that's how it shifts and changes. So, you know, don't doubt as you get this for yourself and talk about it or what you're willing to have or not willing to have, all those kind of things that it can begin to change it. But I would love to go back a tiny bit, Marion, to, you know, you, you said right at the beginning of and, you know, you often felt like this until you did some work on shifting and changing that like if we were to share with our listeners some things they can do to find their value where would you start I would actually start on what we're talking about first is like really acknowledging the past and the history in terms of what uh, women and mothers have been in this culture and what they were like a long long time ago how uh, from our understanding that um, matrilineal cultures did were based of course on the centrality of the 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 veneration of of the mother and how that was lost and I, I personally I find that a really helpful thing to understand cognitively that we didn't you know when it seems like we're in a modern culture but actually we're still um, being deeply affected by the last two or three thousand years of history and as part of that to really look at our own personal history as well and often it's how our um, how our mothers perceive themselves, how they perceive mothering, perhaps our grandmothers, other family members. So it's not only the cultural conditioning that we receive in general, in the kind of TV programs that perhaps we watch growing up, or if you're probably more of a younger generation, like the you know what you watched on YouTube or whatever it was, but also that personal uh, familial conditioning. So I think that can be really helpful to look and notice, are there things that you're thinking about yourself as a mother that you saw your mother say about herself or say about mothering so I think there's always that the facing of those parts initially first and then I think in terms of claiming I think it's you know for me it was not about connecting with am I willing am I willing to actually be appreciated and acknowledged every every dog in the neighborhood's barking right now they can hear (laughs) all the dogs and the birds you know for those of you who might be new to us Marion lives like in the forest and she has all the animals (laughs) 
<laughs> he likes to chime in occasionally. <laughs> I wonder what, you know, me and Messages in Life, like, I wonder what they're, it's like, there's a lot, there's a lot speaking here. Well, like all the unspoken voices of the mothers and all the terrible, you know, like the, I do think all these things are relevant, like the witch burnings and so on. Like these are really relevant things, how women and mothers have been treated in our culture. And I know, you know, you worked for many years as a calm birth instructor and me for some years as well. You know, what I loved about that whole work as well is really looking at, at birth as well and how birth has been really devalued in in the ddc and so i think to me it's really having that understanding that we just didn't arrive here that we have been conditioned through centuries of devaluing of the importance of mother of mothering so for me that's the first point and then next i for me was a lot about the willingness am i am i willing to value myself to be valued to see what i do as important all of that kind of stuff and for me i had my own inner loving presence work so having like you know the inner loving version of my uh, partner now ex to say beautiful things to me to actually ask for what I really wanted on mother's day and on other's day to actually speak up and to say actually no I want this and actually I'd love some appreciation and even if it's in jokey ways sometimes I might say uh seriously or jokily I'd really love some appreciation for all the things that I've done today but just gradually over time starting to internalize that and to be in friendships and relationships and you know, like with you Lau, where there's just so much celebration and acknowledgement and appreciation that's some of the steps I've taken I'd love to hear mm, I love that well you know my um you know I love my work or my juicy stuff around those imprints of what we've watched and what we've seen and what we believe to be true I think that I love that you brought that up it's such an important thing to go well what was I modelled about this? Did I grow up with a mother who was a martyr, who just put herself last and gave to everyone first and that's what a good mother looks like? Is that what I'm watching here? Is that what I believe to be true? Or, do you know, we've talked about this with self-care in some of our other podcasts and stuff like that. Do you, you know, if I take care of myself, does that mean I'm selfish? Or, you know, like does that mean if I need help that I'm not doing a good job? Like we have so many stories and belief systems that we've taken on board that we often believe to be true until we actually question if they are and so I think that's a really important piece you know for me to coming back to when I started to value myself it was understanding as you were saying the culture and the world that we're growing up in going this is the messages I'm getting here are so off right so it was I agree with you it was really helpful for me to firstly understand that it was helpful for me to actually look at my own mother bless her amazing woman um, I adore her but you know she had rubbish self-care and she was often giving, 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 giving. And, you know, I had that belief system and we'll just keep giving, giving, giving until I was actually like, no, that's going to burn me out. So I needed to, to look at what that looked like. And I think it was also to, for me, being able to then value myself as a mother and even as a woman, actually, so much of that came from actually doing aware parenting because I found that when, and, and, you know, like if you've heard our podcast on my story, I didn't start this until my oldest was, you know, eight and, and um, you know, part of, I guess, what really helped me to see the value of what I was doing is when I started to listen to feelings and I started to hold the space for my kids and be in these deeply intimate places with them as they would cry or they'd get upset and then they'd move their feelings and then they'd come back into balance and then they'd come in for a cuddle and then their eyes would be bright and they'd be, you know, wanting to chat and I would see the shift. 
And because I didn't necessarily have that growing up and then I would watch that with my children and I was just so overwhelmed with this is such a gift and this is such an honour to be able to do this. So the more I actually did it and the more I saw my children move and shift their stuff, the more it actually, I don't know, reiterated to me, this is powerful what you are doing here. And maybe nobody else will ever see this, but you know it. You know what has just moved through your child here and now how good they're feeling. Or you have been able to sit in the deep, dark places with your child and love them and not try and fix them and meet them where they're at because that's all any human wants and you've done that and that is amazing. And so I think the more that I did that, the more I began to see my own value and and the work I was doing in myself to actually go, wow. I am incredible at doing this, right? And even if nobody else sees it, um, then I know within me. It's And I often I hold that with me, you know, whenever you've had to do something really hard, whether it's a breakup, whether it's get through an illness, whether it's navigate death, whatever those really massive hard things that we have to go through, you know, one of the most challenging parts of those is we can feel so lonely and isolated because no one understands what it feels like. And nobody ever will know our own pain or trauma or all that kind of stuff. But if you can come through the other side and you know what it took for you to be able to turn up and do that, then there is your power, right? There is the part of you that goes, oh, my God, I was so brave and courageous and that was painful and horrible and it sucked, but I did it and I've come out the other side and how amazing am I that I've done it? So those pieces too added to my value to go, yeah, man, having little kids and not sleeping enough and listening to feelings and doing all this stuff is, is brutal sometimes. It feels so big. And yet I did it and I and I keep turning up and I keep shifting and wanting to change the story and the imprint that I've been given to do it in a better way so that my kids can be freer to be who they need to be. And, and all of that was power of what it took to do it. And at the same time, it was learning to ask for what I wanted. It was learning to set limits to actually say, nah, that's a no for me or um, I actually need support here or it was beginning to love myself enough to ask for those things that also then helped me realise the incredible job I was doing of raising my children. And, you know, as I'm sure you, Marion, you have done extraordinary things in the world and, you know, your knowledge and your study and your courses and your offerings, all the things. And the same for me. I've done amazing things in the world and all the big things I have done. But, and I say this in all the public talks I do, nothing compares to the training and the learning and the wisdom I have received from being a mother. It doesn't matter what I've studied, what I've done, what I've created, being a mother and being present and turning up in the best way I can has been the greatest learning and challenge and gift of my life. And I see how much power is in that when we own it and we claim it, even if the rest of the world doesn't see it, you'll meet other mothers who go, I know, I fucking know. (laughs) Sorry, swear. But it's true. It's like, it's yes, I see it within you because you know what it takes to do that. So I feel through the fierceness, through the the work, through the turning up, through the 
starting to really love myself, starting all of that has built the incredible value within where I don't actually necessarily need it from anywhere else anymore because it's that inner knowing. Oh, that, that was a spiel, wasn't it? That one, I'd love to cut that one out and have that playing on loop to, to, to every mother. That's so beautiful, Elle. Thank you. Wow. Yes, I so deeply acknowledge you and, and the beauty of how you absolutely encapsulated that. Wow. And I want to say to me, as part of what you're saying too, as well as also what I love about aware parenting is that we also get to connect with other mothers who can actually go exactly as you said right there at the end. I see you. I really acknowledge all that you're doing. I really appreciate you. And there's something about being able to be in friendships and communities where we're also receiving that from other women, which I also think is a pivotal part of freeing ourselves from the DDC is as we increasingly move away from that cultural conditioning of competition between women that we most of us grew up in and also the, the painful hurts that most of us experienced often in teenage years. And we've talked about this in earlier podcasts as well, so that we are increasingly able to be in friendships and um, relationships with, with women, friends, with mother friends who, who are also acknowledging themselves, but also acknowledging each other. To me, there's something so pivotal as well on that collective level to be as a community um, acknowledging appreciating celebrating over and over and over again because it's the daily 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 isn't it that uh, which I think is part of the change in that conditioning is actually hearing over and over again that we are valued and that people who really understand are valuing themselves and valuing us and there's something so beautiful about that okay mm -hmm. it's so yummy isn't it okay I love you know you were sharing some beautiful things about your son before we recorded and I just I so love deeply acknowledging all that you have done as his mother to support him in, in flourishing the way he does and I just think it's you know for us to get to reclaim that too rather than you know, what, we're, what we're taught to do which is you know to compete to compare to be jealous, to feel lack, but actually, gosh, we need to, we need to also, yes, heal those hurts around that so we're free to go. Yes, I think you're amazing. I think you're an incredible mama and I so celebrate you and I appreciate you and I see you and I understand what it takes and how much you do every single day. Yes, and, he, and I'd love all of that. And here's the thing that I found too is that the more we claim that, whether it's self-care, the more we honour what we do, it gives others permission to do the same thing. They see it and then they go, oh, man, if she's taking care of herself, then I could do that. Or, wow, look at how much she's valuing her. Then I could, like, the more we do it and turn up, the more we give others permission to do the same. And I think that is so powerful, so powerful. And I was just thinking as you were talking, Marion, about, um, you know, when I was much younger and I perhaps wasn't, owning this within myself I was always looking externally for validation whether it was am I pretty enough am I smart enough am I a good mother enough am I talented enough like I was often always looking outside of it and I was actually always often looking to my husband to validate that I was a good mom or to do it and he never gave it to me <laughs> he never really said it and my husband often he's, he's so good at this because he's so clear and honest and direct is you know there was coming from this desperate need of tell me tell me tell me and then I'll then I'll think I'm enough 
enough, right? And it was only then when I actually started knowing it myself that I was enough that then that's what was bouncing back to me. People would be like, oh, my God, you're so amazing at this or you're so clever or you're, you know, you're such a good mom. When I didn't really need it anymore because I started to believe it myself, then my energy was saying yes to that. And that's what people were reflecting back to me. But when I was in that desperation of tell me I'm okay, tell me I'm enough, tell me I'm this, I was looking outside of myself for it and it was never enough and it never really, you know, I never got it. Then I used to say to my husband, you don't tell me I'm beautiful and you don't tell me I'm a good mother. And he would look at me, bless him, he'd be like, mm-hmm. And which part of you needs to hear that? And I'm like, all the parts. And there's nothing to say that it's not beautiful to hear those things, right? But he was coming from such lack within myself, such lack of please validate that I'm okay. And really, as, as we talk about so much, that has to come from the inside out. You know, we, we have to find that within ourselves and, and that beautiful self reflection and self-love work of knowing you are enough just the way you are of knowing that you are worthy of love and support and care and all those beautiful things that we often talk about that when we start to say yes to that and claim that for ourselves then that can often shift so much oh my gosh I so resonate (laughs) and what I resonate with it with is even if I'd got that response I wasn't willing to actually really receive it so it was like bouncing off a you know, a magnet that was opposing it. And and I so resonate with that that same journey of actually being really willing to do the inner work and willing to actually receive that internally. And, you know, for me, that's through the inner loving presences and to actually be able to hear that internally and receive that and also listen lovingly to all the parts who, who weren't willing and for whom it wasn't safe to be valued and honoured and appreciated and loved. And then exactly that, that then it it just starts showing up on the outside everywhere. I always say what was uh, what was external becomes internal, and what becomes internal then becomes external. So it's, mm. it's such an inside job, isn't it? We do have so much power to, even though we live in this DDC and we're so affected by it, we do have so much power to really come to that deep self valuing and power. Mm, yes it is possible so for all of you out there who had a really crap mother's day or you're just like you're in the mother rage at the moment or you're feeling all these feelings then please know that we are acknowledging you and, and you are not wrong for feeling what you are feeling and you have the power to change this and and perhaps you need to take a moment to just feeling of what would I want it to look like how do I want to feel here what do I need to ask for what do I need to say no to what would it be for me to feel so valued as a mother and honoring of your journey and your story like what what would that look like I wonder if you want to take a moment just to think about how would that feel to feel that from the inside out Yes, and maybe write a little note in um, before Mother's Day next year. If you have a diary, so write to remind yourself to ask for what you want. I wouldn't I wouldn't wait a whole year, but to have that as also to know for next year how differently you can have an experience, how different the experience can be. Mm, yes, totally, totally. Yes. Yeah. I want to second all you said, Lael, is for anyone listening, if you're a mother and you just had Mother's Day, oh, you didn't, and you feel frustrated, pissed off, disappointed, outraged, sad, 
flat, depressed, whatever you feel, we are sending so much love to every single one of your feelings. And they are all beautiful, normal, natural feelings to feel living in the culture that we do. And I want to second what you said, and you can have a different experience. So to me, I love that is the unconditional love for all the feelings and the knowing that you can change, you can change your experience for you. Mm, yes. Yeah, I feel so good. I'm sitting here going, oh my God, I feel so like this is just expanded because it just, I'm feeling that in the sense of, I just see how far I've come, like from sitting in that story for many, many years of feeling just not seen and heard and not valued and all of that to it shift to a completely different paradigm. So I just want to say, if you're feeling like that, it's so possible to change and, you know, and yeah, it's worth doing. The work is worth doing because it really does allow you then to, to know your power and your worth and your value and, and you don't even question it anymore because you just know it from the inside out. Mm, isn't that beautiful that mothering really invites us to that transformation like I, mm-hmm. I see people that I've known on the journey and myself as well and you like what, what is possible is profound isn't it like I yeah. never believed it was possible to go from how my inner dialogue was to to what it is now it's just yeah I mean what we can do in in a relatively short period of time it is I just I felt that I feel the need to say this too this does not mean that you are some perfect mother. Okay, I just really want to say that. Like I still have lots of feelings and I still get annoyed at things. And, and you know, there was a lot, oh, my God, everything you will have stuffed up, I totally will have done as well. Like it doesn't mean that you're this perfect mother. It just means you you find a place or a peace with it where you're honouring yourself and your journey and you don't have to be perfect. You know that there is no perfect. You are just where you are and you can honour that and you're compassionate with that and you, um, yeah, you just, you're gentle with it. You're gentle with the messy bits and the wobbly bits and the joyous bits as well. So please know this doesn't mean there is a perfect utopia you get to when you do this. It's still challenging. It's still hard. Like Marion and I, we talk all the time about the hard bits of it's still turn up with our adult kids, right? We're still like, oh, this bit's here and that's full on. And, you know, we still share about these parts that are still bringing stuff up for us, even as our kids are bigger. So it's an ongoing, beautiful journey. But I think the difference is I no longer judge myself around it or I also trust in it and know that it will often move and and it's a gift somewhere within it. So, yeah, I feel just a need to say that, that it doesn't mean that you reach this place and it's all perfect and great because there is no perfect. It just is life is fabulously messy <laughs> and we just learn to roll with it. Exactly. I love that. Yes, it's 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 also the the valuing along with the profound, deep self-compassion and unconditional love. It's it's all of them, isn't it? All together. And the power. Mm. Yum. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Have you got any offerings at the moment, Marion? Have you got anything you want to share? I do have three offerings that I was mm. just sharing about last week. So they're in the top of my head because of Mother's Day. So I have my very, my very, very, very first ever course that I created eight years ago nearly, which is called Love Being a Mother, which is part of this whole passion, um, which I re-create, we kind of revised last year. 
Um, and I have my little get free from guilt course, which is so powerful, like to, to value ourselves, getting free from guilt really, 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 really helps. Um, the other one's called Transformation Through Mothering, which is really yummy and has lots of um, meditations and things mm. basically saying you're wonderful. Um, mm. <laughs> I really love all of those. And yeah, just send send love to every mother out there and just just think just, you're wonderful. Mm. Amazing, amazing amazingness. Yes. What about you, Lau? Yes. What have you got that you'd like to uh, I've just about? I've just got my stuff that I've got on my website, but I've got some masterclasses that I'm going to launch soon that are coming up. Are these Ooh. little little offerings that are I'm I'm going to do one on um raising teens and our imprints. And I've got another one on um anger and, and boundaries and limits. And I've got uh, one for educators on a compassionate and connected classroom. So I'm excited to be sharing that. And then I've got one on just big feelings. So um, now I've actually said this on the podcast, I've got to do them. thinking about them for ages but I just thought I'm going to say it because now I'm going to do it I'm going to have them coming up in the next month or so so I'm excited to do just some some extra just little bits that two hour master classes that people can join and ask questions and you know explore a bit deeper on their own stories it's all about really reflecting on you know what that was like for you as a child and your imprints and how that's turning up and those kind of things so yeah I'm excited to be putting them out there Yum, they sound lovely. Educators as well. Yay! Yes, 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 yes. So good, so good. Oh, thank Uh, you for being here, everybody. um, Oh, one more thing. I just have to say, if you've been wondering about our book, we are getting a manuscript back from the editor any day now, and we totally trust the timing, but we are going to be sharing more about it as part of building excitement. We've got a a lovely offering that we're going to be putting alongside that as well. So we're going to be sharing more about that in upcoming weeks, and we are very, very excited about that. So um, keep an ear out for that. It's, this is just, I feel like it's just been the longest, like, it's coming. It is coming. <laughs> it's, just, it's so hilarious. It's like, yeah, but I know we keep laughing, right? It was the right time. It's got its own place. So, yeah, it's close. It's close. We're excited. And I'm, hope, and I'm hoping that we do model what we talk about, that we really, really do deeply trust the timing of all things, yeah. and whether that's, uh, you know, healing a past hurt or supporting a child to heal from a past hurt or birth or actually the birth of um books or offerings into the world we really do deeply trust the timing so we really want to offer that to you as well if you're, yeah. if you're wishing something was happening quicker we trust your timing yeah that's it that's it well thank you everybody for being here thank you for the birds at marion's place for singing through our whole recording um you know we so value your your sharing and your reflections and your comments and you know we're we're right with you along the the, the parenting journey so thank you for for being here with us we so value you and so much love to you thanks for joining us on the aware parenting journey please follow us on facebook and instagram at the aware parenting podcast you can find more about lael at www.laelstone.com.au or find marion at www.marionrose.net We wish you much compassion and grace on your parenting journey.